You're listening to the Content Cure podcast. My name is Taryn and I'm here to help small business owners establish their foundations and nail their marketing so they can build a sustainable business that goes the distance. If you're in your first few years of business battling with income inconsistency and never quite sure what to post, then you're in the right place. This podcast is mostly short, sharp episodes that share the real and raw side of business, as well as marketing tips and strategies that you can implement to build a thriving business that hopefully doesn't lead to burnout. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode. Today, we are talking about four mistakes that could be costing you sales as a small business owner. And I feel like this is a really hot topic kind of all year round because uh, especially when you're in the early stages of business, you kind of don't know where that next sale is coming from. You might still be in side hustle mode. So you're still working a full-time business and you're trying to build your business sorry, you're still working a full-time job or even a part-time job. And you're also trying to build your business on the side in the evenings, on the weekends, whatever that might look like. Or you're in that early stage of business where things are still inconsistent. Now, inconsistency can happen at any point in business. Absolutely. There is no denying that in business, things go up and things go down all the time. But when you're in those earlier stages and the inconsistency means sometimes not making any money compared to making some money. It can feel very easy to kind of go into that desperation mode and you just hustle for the next sale. I'm pretty sure that everyone has been there at some stage or another in their business. And there are four really common mistakes that happen in this phase that I want you to be considerate of. So, The first thing would definitely be not understanding your ideal target audience or not understanding your ideal client or not understanding your, I don't know, like ideal customer avatar, whatever name you want to put to it. Basically, you don't have a full understanding of the person who you are trying to sell your product to. And so therefore, you can't really create content that connects with them. If you don't know who you're speaking to, you can't craft a message that is going to resonate with them. And I know that in the early stages of business, it can be really easy to say, oh yeah, but anyone can buy my product or anyone can buy my service. Anyone can use this. This is for everyone. And I know that you want to believe that, but at the end of the day, you are only going to appeal to a certain segment of all the people in the world. Just because your product could be used by everyone, like a toothbrush, for example, doesn't mean that everyone is going to want to buy from you. And to be honest, if everyone did buy from you, you probably wouldn't be able to handle it. So you need to get clear, you need to get specific, and you need to narrow things down. And I fall into this as well. Sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, but I could work with anyone ultimately, because I have experience in service-based industries, I also have experience in e-commerce. You know, I had my own e-commerce business for five years, built it to six figures. I I have a pretty good idea of what I'm doing in that space, even though it's not what I do now. And I also have a really like a huge amount of experience in the hair and beauty industry, 
I worked exclusively with the hair and beauty industry for five years. And outside of that, I also have a lot of experience in other service-based industries around marketing, digital products, um, coaches, service-based industries, um, naturopaths, health and wellness, all of that. And just because I can help everyone doesn't mean that I should. So you need to understand who it is that you want to work with most, understanding your ideal client. And it can be very easy to get stuck into this idea of, but if I niche down or if I focus on just one person or just one type of person, then I'm closing myself off to all of the other people in the world. And it's not true. Like if people want to buy from you, they're going to buy from you. But if you speak directly to one segment of people, the content that you create is going to be created specifically for them. So when they do consume your content, they're going to go, oh, wow, feels like she's written that for me. Or it feels like she's in my head or she gets me. That's the kind of connection you want to be able to create with your ideal client. You want to be able to connect with them in a way that they feel like you are the best person for them. Even if they could go to the supermarket and buy your product, even if they could go down the road and buy your service, you have to make them feel like you are worth their investment. So understanding who you are speaking to, it's going to actually improve your sales because instead of trying to speak to everyone and not appealing to anyone because you're not, you're not crafting a message that resonates with anyone, what you're actually going to do is select a smaller segment of people, write specifically or create content specifically for them and then appeal to a higher percentage of them. So let's say, for example, you're walking into a room of a thousand people and you stand at the back of the room and call out, I have something to sell, come and buy it. Everyone's gonna look at you and go, okay, cool, weirdo, and then go back to talking to who they were talking to. But if you walk into that room and then find a small group of people who look like your kind of people, you know, the kind of people you could get along with, and you walk up to them and you say, hey, I am so-and-so, and this is what I do. What do you do? And you start that conversation with them, and you've got 15 people in that audience of, you know, that small group of people. And you're going to appeal to like 75% of them. So let's say you're going to get like, you know, 10 to 12 sales out of that compared to attempting to get a thousand sales and getting no sales. You're going to speak to 15 people and have a conversation that is relevant to them. And then they're going to feel more compelled to purchase from you because you've built that trust, you've built that relationship. You're having a conversation that means something to them because you're paying attention to their wants, their needs, their desires, and they feel heard and seen and valued. And of course, they're going to give their money to you over the weirdo who walked in at the back of the room and said, hey, I've got this thing, right? Because you've given them the time of day. And that's how you need to be thinking about the content that you're creating. That's how you need to be thinking about your brand. That's how you need to be thinking about your products and services. Who's this really for? Who do I really want to create this for? Who do I really want to provide this to? Who do I really want to serve with this? Understanding that is going to help you connect on a way, way deeper level to your ideal client so that more of them can purchase. The second thing is not communicating 
the benefits, outcomes, and desires associated with your product or service, but instead focusing on the features. So you get A, B, C, and D when you buy this product, or you get A, B, C, and D when you buy this service. Instead, you really need to be focusing on the outcome that people want to achieve. So let's talk about a candle, for example. You know, you could buy a candle pretty much anywhere, right? But when you're communicating a message about a candle that reminds you of peace or that reminds you of a loved one or you're creating that emotional connection with the experience that they're going to have when they have that candle. So it's not about the candle. It's not about the scent. I mean, it might be a little bit about the scent, but what is that scent making someone feel? What is that scent creating for people? Is it, you know, energizing? Is it zingy? Is it bright? Is it playful? Or is it calming? Is it relaxing? Is it peaceful? What experience are you creating with that candle what experience are you are you creating a kind of ritual around the candle so it's not just some random thing that you light after you've vacuumed the floor after you've cleaned the house like that's what I do I love to light candles after I clean the house um but you know it's not just about that it's about the experience so if you're creating a ritual around the candle like what kind of experience are you cultivating for people with that Anyone can buy a candle from anywhere, but what makes yours special and who are you buying it? Who are you selling it to? Are you selling it to someone who is, who loves to meditate? If that's the case, then craft your message about your product in alignment with someone who loves to meditate, create a ritual around your product that's got meditation tied into it, create content that visually demonstrates that ritual so that people can see themselves using your product specifically, not just any product, but your product, your service, whatever that is. It's not for me, it's not like for my clients, it's less often about actually creating the content strategy. It's less less often about knowing what to post. It's more often about connecting with their ideal customer and get, getting more sales right? But there are steps that have to be taken before that. So I need to sell my services, my content and marketing strategy services based on the fact that when you do this, you are going to make more money in your business, right? Because that's the outcome that people want. When you do this, you are going to have a sustainable business that allows you to grow without burning out because that's what people want. They don't want to be working 40, 50, 60 hours a week on their business. They want to be able to do 10, 15 hours and have a, you know, full-time or more income. They want to be full-time in their business. They don't want to be running a side hustle. They don't want to be not knowing where the next sale is coming from. They don't want to have inconsistent income. They want to know that they've got like a guaranteed income every single month, even if it's $5,000. If you know you've got $5,000 coming in every single month, it gives you a sense of security that enables you to then grow and enables you to, you know, build confidence off the back of that. It enables you to scale. It enables you to then make more money because you're not stressed about just getting food on the table. You know what I mean? So that's what I do for people. That's how my services help people. It's not about the steps that they've got to take in order to achieve that. It's, it's reverse engineering. 
this is what you're going to achieve. And in order to achieve that, we're just going to take these one, two, three steps, right? The steps aren't important. It's the outcome. It's the desire. It's the goal. It's the, it's the scene that you're setting for people, right? That is what you need to be focusing on in your messaging, in your product pages, in your sales pages, whether you're a service-based industry, a hair salon, a beauty salon, a coach, a personal trainer, a nutritionist, um, an e-commerce business, whatever it is, what is the picture that you're painting for people that they are going to achieve by working with you versus either winging it or doing it with someone else, right? So emphasizing the outcome and the benefits and the vision over listing out the features, listing what's included, because no one cares about what's included. All they care about is the result that it's going to get them, right? So this is a bit of a longer episode than normal. Hey, hey, just a quick interruption to let you know that you can get your hands on my effortless content freebie by heading to the link in the show notes. This was created to help you overcome content fatigue and grow your business with content confidence. Within this freebie, you will be able to generate like 60 different content ideas that you can use on repeat in your business to make sure that you are leading your ideal client right to where they can pay you. Head to the link in my show notes to get access to that now. But number three is the lack of consistent branding. And this is something that I struggle with. I struggle, right? My personal brand, there is no question about it. I wear pink pretty much all day, every day. But when it comes to the design elements of my business, I don't feel confident in the way that I am visually representing my business. And so right now I am working on a brand strategy, an official set in stone brand strategy that I can apply to my business going forward for years to come. I am getting custom templates done and um, custom colors. Like I I was already pretty clear on my colors, but um, I've been working with someone to help kind of just clarify things and make things look a little bit tidier. I'm getting templates done so that um, everything looks visually consistent and cohesive across the board because a lack of cons- <laughs> I God, right. Okay. So this is the thing where, and I've spoken about this before, right? Sometimes like, sometimes I feel like a hypocrite because I know everything that needs to happen because I've done it for years and years and years with hundreds of different clients. But because I'm focused on my client work, I don't spend as much time on my own business as I could or potentially should. So my brand, visual branding currently is um, a bit messy, a bit untidy, a bit inconsistent, and the style isn't consistent. And that was what my biggest thing is. Like my colors are consistent. There's no question about that. But the style is not consistent. And so that's really where I needed the support from the on the design style side of things. Right? So consistency creates trust. Consistency creates memorability. It creates uh tr- like um a reliability so people rely on you because they they know what to expect from you. Um 
it's not kind of risky. When you've got a consistent brand, you aren't seen as risky. So I've got consistent colors, but I don't have a consistent style. So my branding visually looks a little bit messy, untidy, and I don't want to, I don't want to demonstrate that experience for my clients because when I'm actually doing client work, that is not the experience that people have. When I'm doing my client work, everything is like structured and tidy and organized and I know exactly what steps I need to take. And, you know, even like my client deliver, like my uh, strategy session delivery and stuff like that, I usually just deliver everything in um, a Google Drive file that, you know, both me and my client can collaborate on so that, you know, all of their notes and my notes are all in the same place and that kind of stuff. But going forward, I'm going to actually be putting that into like a beautiful document to send to my clients to just create that extra touch of, you know, recognition for the brand, right? So consistency in your branding, consistency in your personality, your copywriting, all of that kind of stuff, all of that comes into brand, but consistency in your branding creates trust. So when you don't have consistent branding, it can damage the trust that you're able to build with your ideal client. Now, like I said, there is so much that goes into branding, so much more than colors and fonts. So it's your communication style. And this is where things can get a little bit difficult when it comes to outsourcing your social media. And that's another topic for another day. I'll do another podcast episode on that. But outsourcing your social media can um, can be a detrimental thing when it comes to building trust with your audience because the way that you write captions compared to the way that someone else writes captions there can be, um, you know, like different style, different writing style, different euphemisms, different, um, you know, slang terms or sentence structure and that kind of stuff. And, and it's little things like that can, that can, um, subconsciously impact the way that someone is consuming your content. So consistency in your branding, and it's more than just visual. I am not a graphic designer, but I do work with people on brand strategy in like um, in a messaging, ideal client, um, copywriting, brand words. Um, oh God, I'm just having a complete brain fart right now. So I work with customer, like with my clients on brand strategy, but then provide that brand strategy to a graphic designer who can help them create the visual elements and execution of that brand strategy. So yeah, really around your messaging and your personality and all of that that you want in your business um, is something that I can support you with, but then work with a designer when it comes to getting your logo and your palette and your elements and your, um, you know, templates and that kind of stuff put together. So the fourth thing that can be impacting your sales is poor customer service. So uh, maybe your follow-up strategy isn't great. Maybe you don't have a very good email marketing system in place or you don't do any email marketing, which is a huge, um, I would absolutely recommend every single business in the world use email marketing. It is incredible. It is so, so powerful, but it obviously needs to be strategic. But if you don't have a good customer service experience or a good customer experience from start to finish, then it can, uh, you know, not necessarily about having bad reviews and stuff like that, but, you know, like if you're not following up with people, if you're not maintaining that relationship with people, or if you're just expecting people to buy as soon as they inquire rather than taking the time to get to know them, 
Um, if you are frustrated when people send send you a message or send you questions and that kind of stuff, um, that kind of energy and that kind of experience can have a really big impact on your sales. You know, if you're not sending people receipts, if you're not posting things out fast enough, um, you know, if your turnaround time isn't isn't quick enough, if you like, depending on if you have a product or a service based business, if people are buying something digital and you're not delivering it immediately um you know if someone's purchased a service and you've not reached out to them within kind of 12 to 24 hours to uh to arrange that um to talk about the details or whatever if you're not responding to your emails fast enough if you're responding to dms comments or um you know messages and emails that kind of stuff really 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 big impact on sales because people live in a um instant world these days like we expect instant gratification when we're inquiring about something we expect someone to be online and responding to us straight away now i do believe that boundaries are important if someone's sending you a message at two o'clock in the morning you do not have to reply you know but as long as you're responding within kind of 12 hours of receiving that message which i think is fairly reasonable unless for some reason you're like away for the weekend or whatever then sure leave it until monday to friday that's acceptable but if you're not responding to people, but they can see that you're online, that is going to be detrimental to your brand because they are just going to inquire with someone who does something the same or similar and responds to you straight, responds to them straight away. They're going to buy from that person. They're not going to come back and buy from you because they've gotten the answer that they need from someone else. So immediately that trust has been established with the other person versus you. So it's really, really important to make sure that you've got these things in place and working on my um my customer experience is something that i'm prioritizing in my business at the moment because like i just mentioned when it came back to branding is i want to elevate the visual representation of my business and with that means elevating the customer experience elevating the way that my emails look elevating the way that my um package delivery looks elevating the way that my social media looks, elevating everything really when it comes to my business. So it's going to play into all of these different elements. But ultimately, these four things are what are potentially damaging your sales. And there are so many other things that we could talk about that I am going on probably a little bit too long. This is definitely a longer episode than normal, <laughs> double the time. So I want you to pay attention to where things aren't working in your business. And if you need support around improving sales, improving customer retention, improving your marketing strategy, improving your content strategy, I would love so much for you to reach out to me. I only work with a handful of people every month and I do have some availability over the next couple of months to work with you on a custom and personalized strategy for your business, for the growth of your business. So these strategy sessions, these personalized one-on-one sessions, the prices start at $2.99 and they are designed to set you up for the next six to 12 months with so much clarity that you can move forward with confidence, knowing you're going to grow your business, create sustainability, create that financial consistency so that you can then scale and amplify everything in your business 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. I look forward to coming back to you next week and perhaps having a conversation about outsourcing your social media. If you have any questions, you know where to find me over on the gram at underscore the content cure. And I look forward to chatting to you soon. Bye. Thanks for hanging around. If you're looking for the ultimate content cure, then head to my website, www.thecontentcure.org, or I'll pop the link in the show notes just to make it easy for you. And you can get your hands on some of the incredible free resources that I've created for you. If you are loving this potty, please, please, please share it with your friends on Instagram and remember to tag me at underscore the content cure. Plus, if you're feeling extra generous, leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this helps me to reach more epic humans wanting to grow their businesses. See you on the next episode.